Turn the beat up just a little bit. Get on top like an antenna. Baby, throw it like a fucking tantrum. Fell in love with your body off that. You could make a lot of money off that. Three in the mean in cash. 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 And I wanna slide. I wanna slide. I wanna slide. I wanna slide, yeah. Light shows, baby. Do you wanna see the Mars? Ironic how in only LA you with the stars. Do you understand the visions that are deep inside my mind? Do you understand that every night you creep inside my mind? I was thinking that you got me aggressive and I got you possessive and we ain't even dating. I was thinking that summer has a limit. The later must get timid. So, baby, are we finished? Nah, we need a night again. We have never ever been other like a friend so hop on it never stop baby i ain't need you to get on top like an antenna baby throw it like a fucking tantrum fell in love with your body off that you could make a lot of money off that three in the mean in cash 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 and i wanna slide i wanna slide i wanna slide I wanna slide, yeah. Maybe I'm living too fast. Maybe be shaking the ass. I'm in the making the cash. Spending and making it back. Eyes on the price. Tax on the price. Financial vice. It'll suffice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in Hollywood. Gotta go get it. Was doing a lot to get by. Bitches in Hollywood trying to be tough. Finessing me now of them signs. I just be keeping my focus like cameras. Peeing these bitches no mind. I love that these niggas ain't never gonna make it. Imagine it up to my grind. Think I need to get higher. Couple of drops of the vising. I'ma keep smoking this fire. And fucking up beats with this Spiny. Now all of them wanna be my friend Don't understand what they lying Got all of them asking for my ends Get on top like an antenna Baby, throw it like a fucking tantrum Fell in love with your body off that You could make a lot of money off that Three in the mean in cash 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 And I wanna slide I wanna slide I wanna slide I wanna slide, yeah Yeah, sliding into the new year because this, this right here, this is Lake Fuse bringing the news you may or may not choose, but A, why refuse because the fuse is lit. And this, this, welcome to 2018 where the underground goes mainstream and vice versa. So watch out, it might hurt you. My name is Derek, one half the Mighty Breaks and Lakes saying welcome to the new year if you believe in years in the concept of time, but it's all categorization anyway, so I don't know. Just do what you need to do. Hopefully you get your resolutions up. Stay warm because it's cold as fuck. 
But you know what? We're going to warm it up. As you heard that opening track right there, it was called 300 Million, featuring the riff of Free Wi-Fi, whose album is going to be dropping on February 2nd, the Friday before the Super Bowl, with all Minnesota producers who all got paid properly. So shout out to them for doing the most. But now we're going to talk about a man that's sitting close. He goes by name of Pharaoh as he just dropped his new project Stars in the Sky today out right now. Go check out SoundCloud. Go check out all that shit. It's there waiting for you. In the meantime, you know what? We had to kick this whole interview where we talk about everything under the sun and under the stars. So you know what? Take a listen here. Well, right now we are sitting down with the man that's providing the new sounds for the stars in the sky. You already know, it's that guy. It's Farrell. What up, man? What's, What's good? What's up, man? How are you doing today? Yeah, chilling. Trying to stay warm in this fucking freezing tundra. Now, you know. listen to the... Did you listen to the EP yet? Indeed. You are one of, like, three people who have heard the EP so far. Word? Yeah, man. Well, uh, shit, now I, I feel fucking honored. I think I shared it with you and, like, a couple of other friends of mine um, This uh, this past week uh finally we had the project pretty much done for a while and then um i got the masters back and i wasn't happy with the mixes so i went back into the studio and um immediately uh started to edit these mixes i i think i had like three where i wasn't 100 percent happy with them okay and it was extremely frustrating because i couldn't get the kick right on one there was an ad lib that uh, had the P sound popping on another, Ugh. and then I think the third one I just needed the vocal to not be so harsh, and so I spent the next week trying to finish it, and then I resent the masters over to my co-producer. So what are say- what are uh, what are some of your first thoughts on it? I was very impressed by it, like the entire like mixing quality. That's yeah. always one of the first things I listen to when it's yeah. like a local artist. It's like, yeah. all right how much of this am I actually going to have to hold back a lot of judgment on where this is a very clean project. Like, you know, you're an engineer yourself. You have a good ear. You know what it takes to actually put out a product that, you know, audio files are not just going to be repulsed by before they can actually hear the content. And so that off the bat, I was like, Oh shit, this is, this is the real deal. And then the fact that everything about it was just like modern, but at the same time, it had a nice twist where you were accessible. You were saying a lot of things that I fucked with, mm-hmm. and you know how to say it in a way that's going to have a larger audience appreciate it. Because sometimes yeah. you can fall into a niche real quick, especially yeah. out here. It's very easy to do that. Very much, especially in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Like Everyone's just got like their own couple of friends that want to just do like, oh, I want to make this, I want to make that. Where yours is one of those joints that I felt like, I don't care what the fuck you listen to, you're going to dig this. And I appreciate that very much. No, not a problem. I appreciate the music. Like 300 million alone? Shit. Yeah, That's dude. That's my joint. That, that, I would say that came somewhere in the middle. Um, I, had, uh, I had started on the project immediately when I got back from vacation okay. with my fiance. And um, I came back so inspired. We took this like cruise for a week. We had saved up all year, took a cruise for a week. Then we stayed in New York. Um, oh, nice. And I, I came back soon so inspired. I'd written like one or two records and kind of had an idea of how I wanted to approach this. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I, I'd say that's one of the most difficult things. I spent like a year just making records that I never did anything with just because I wasn't happy with what was what I was doing. I felt like it just was noise. And mm-hmm. it, it may have been a good record, but, you know, it didn't, it didn't do what I needed it to do. And uh, so uh, I recorded... 
a few and then um i i was at the studio one night at mcnally mm. and um realistic my co-producer had hit me up with like 20 loops i asked him to send me loops because i needed to get inspired off of something some were drums some were like synth and then immediately uh after that i found the guitar sample uh the dun, yeah that ring and he had actually recorded that so i made the beat in like 30 minutes okay um went outside and kind of like took a walk around the building i went back in and I started working on the record, and um, I self-record everything in the dark. Um, so okay. that's how I, I really get in tune with what's going on. Uh, so I record to it. I do this like whole, the original hook was like super vocal. Like I was going all over hitting these notes. I felt like I really had something to prove. And then I listened to it, and I wasn't happy enough. And I was like, what if I try to swag it out so i deleted everything i'd done and uh laid it down just like get on top like no sent it to miles miles calls me up like tripping yo that's the one that's the one that's the one that's the one you know that's the craziest record you've done it's like cool i just finished doing this internship with the rift Okay. And uh, Ace and Free Wi-Fi and stuff. I recorded a, a lot of their uh, 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 stuff over a period of a few weeks. Shit. Um, okay. Yeah, it was really inspiring um, just to see them work. It was the first time I felt like I was truly matched in the studio as far as work because they went really fast and they were very focused and professional um, and great people. Great people. I, I wish nothing but success for Free Wi-Fi. No doubt. Um, I hit Rift Up with the record or no he actually came for a session with somebody else and i asked him if i could pay his parking meter an extra 30 minutes if i could play him this record and i played him three in a million uh, he had me sent it to him uh he sent it back to me the verse was perfect um i planned the video out with common culture over like a month of just meeting and meeting and meeting and trying to make it as epic as possible they were absolutely perfect shout out jake you're amazing at what you do. And then, um, you know, we had to execute the marketing plan. I was going to say, well, you know, we talk about the video there. Yeah. The one thing that caught me off guard was the fact that you threw the Molotov at the riff in there. Yeah. Like, what was the what was the thought process behind that? Like, um, there like dual characters in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rift is... Okay. All right. It's so complex. We had so many meetings. There were so many, like, different routes we were gonna go and okay. we changed it consistently rift kind of represents like my ego mm. in the track okay right and throwing the molotov kind of represents diminishing that and choosing the girl the love you know the realness over like these materialistic egotistical things the fantasy yeah mm -hmm. and that and then at the end it's kind of like i'm in the on the same beach and now everything's like, you know, flames and stuff. And um, I'm almost like searching or waiting for her. Right. Okay. And um, we just tried to make that part so epic. So epic. I mean, and it r really took a lot to get to that point. Um, 
Do you have uh, Do you have Wi-Fi? Anybody oh yeah. Connect to absolutely. My thing keeps trying to reconnect. No, no go problem. Give my phone to you. Yeah, I got you. Um, but anyway, so uh, that shot happened at about. We had been shooting for like 15 hours, man. We were exhausted. We went back when it was pitch black. Had to walk through the forest. This creepy ass path. We finally get there. And uh, it's pitch black, so we have to like, you know, use the fire. It was our only source of light. They got the incredible drone shots. Um, I I almost burned myself several times. I was gonna ask. It seemed like you were playing with fire quite literally. It was uh, it was very terrifying to do those shots. I I had never um, I'd never held something like that before that was on fire. So to suddenly have me in a setting where there's so much fire around me and then I have to hold a uh, stick of fire was scary because in some of the outtakes, I'm like holding it and I'm really unsure with what I'm supposed to do with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it, it was um, it was definitely pretty awkward for me in the beginning because uh, we, we had some really rough takes of that. So you like the video though? No, I thought it was epic. Like you, nice. common culture, every time they get on screen, it's like shit. It's right? Be dope. Aren't they amazing, man? Like everything I've seen them do is just getting better and better each yeah. time. And the fact that this track deserved that cinematic treatment, I appreciate that. It was like shit. I fuck with it. And now that you explained it a little differently, I was like, man, what's his beef with the riff? The riff sounds pretty nice on this track. No, no, there's no, there's no, no, there was no beef. Uh, and that shot, actually, I never actually threw a Molotov. We had to do like three different takes of shit. I refused to throw like a, like one with liquid inside of yeah, it. Yeah, because that they, was a lot of to, blowback. I was scared of shit, man. They had to throw that one themselves, uh, which with the angle, it worked out perfect. I threw one that just had the cloth and an empty bottle. Okay. Um, but you know, I was I was I was scared, man. Dude, that that I'd never done no shit like that, but it had to be done. That that the way it looked was nuts, man. We wanted lots of fire. Right. Lots of fire. It 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 worked out. So, you know, I'm extremely happy with that video and you know, financially I uh, I got to start thinking about saving up for the next one because um we've got, you know, what would you call the next thing? What would you think one, the next single could be? Mm. off of that project i would say depending on your mood yeah i'm a mama just feels so good right now because it's so cold like right? i just want to have the Man, visualization dude, you know what i i'll give you a high five Thank for that you. because i've and this is crazy and to anybody who's listening to this i have literally never ever told anybody this except for i think mm, it, realistic okay. um when when I made Bahama Mama. I, I was fresh off of vacation. I was going to say, that has a vacation vibe written all over. Yeah, and I knew this project wouldn't come out until about January, because it'll drop January 5th. So actually, a week from today, everybody will be hearing it. Yep, yep. I was like, it is going to be so fucking cold in January that I want to give these people something that feels really warm. Bahama Mama feels very warm and takes you out of this. And that's why it's so important because if you don't get that, people will think that, you know, I, I'm just doing this 
to uh, have a record on here that's like poppy and it doesn't really fit with the time. Absolutely. But that's on purpose. You yeah. know, I have this like pop record that it feels warm. And I'm, I, I, I truly, when I wrote it, I thought about being drunk in the Bahamas with my fiance and I felt blessed. I felt parted from my struggles, from my stress, from everything. And we were just enjoying life. And, and that song is so emotional to me. Even though it's such a simple uh, uh, record, it's emotional to me because I truly feel like it it is written from my heart. It feels yeah. like it, yeah. yeah. And like, I'm not even gonna lie, like I got the joint in the car right now. Yeah. So while I was driving around and the whole like slick shit, yeah. there was a couple points where I just pulled off the sides, like let the heater run. And once that song hits, like, all right, close your eyes. It's gonna be over. You got four more months. I appreciate you got four that, or five man. more months. See, see, you know, and that that makes me so happy uh, to hear because this is the first time I'm really being able to have a conversation about the project with somebody who's not, you know, been directly involved with the process the entire time and has heard all these versions. Um, you know, I I don't know if you heard any of Jacob. I have heard like bits and pieces, not yeah, the whole project. That, no. As you know, the album was written after my brother passed. Yeah. And which was, you know, two years ago yesterday. And so I had started like the first week of January for 10 months. Okay. It's very dark. It's an extraordinarily dark album because I needed to get that out or I would not be here. I would not be doing this. My life would have taken a completely different path. Mm-hmm. Now I get to make music that I truly enjoy right and not that i didn't enjoy jacob because i do it's a phenomenal project but that it's a painful project i i know what i was going through when i wrote those songs this project was all written off of like um this is what clear mind josiah right feels this is what i feel when i'm clear-minded um this is what i feel when i'm just able to have fun Mm -hmm. and make music i enjoy so yeah I can see why you want to do that because yeah that yeah. whole project that whole concept it's a necessary thing and if more so just for your own recovery and just you know yeah. maintaining your own mental clarity yeah man. but the fact that now you can actually like you went through it you've got that out of the way yeah you have pretty much a wide open canvas to paint whatever the hell yeah, you want dude it was like nobody can that's why so so many people heard jacob as i was working on it i was doing the records live all these shows and stuff nobody has really heard the stars in the sky project so i don't really know what people are going to think about it because people are used to these other songs and they've heard 300 million but that's not the sound of the project no every song is very different but it's a it's a path that is necessary and it is it is uh Named Stars in the Sky because I thought about when you, I, and and my manager, Casey, will know this, but when you lay down in a forest alone, and this is what I thought about, laying down in a forest alone, and you stare up the stars, what are different thoughts? Um, what are the different feelings? What are the emotions? Who do you think of? What do you think of? Uh, you feel, in a way, insignificant. Very much. Um, you realize how much bigger everything is than you. And I wanted to explore that, which is why immediately track one, 
spacecraft mm. go up. Now you're in it. Right. I'm taking you to the future. Yeah. I'm taking you beyond radio. Even though these are easy, they a lot of these are radio records. Very accessible, yeah. Um, but that's not what we made them for. You know, I'm I I wanted the future. I I try to bring the future. You you can't pinpoint what I do to any other music in this state. Mm. I'd because agree with I, that. I I I produce it and if it's not me, it's realistic. You know, and he knows my sound better than anybody and he knows how to take it and innovate it and you know, nobody dictates anything I do. Nobody dictates my lines, nobody dictates my directions. Mm. You know, I get so many suggestions on a daily basis. Every time I show a song, people have suggestions, right? Right. I just got a message from uh, 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 KZ uh, the other day. I played him a record. He was like, yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> he, he in the beginning wanted this show freak, right? Yeah. It was He wanted it. He kind of had this idea for Control Freak. And I tried to rewrite the song as a song that would be called Control Freak. And I okay. couldn't do it. And I told him, you know, when I sent him the record a week ago, because he's hearing it when everybody else, I was like, you know, just so you know, it's show freak, right? Yeah. That word is, I think of like a carnival, like, like crazy chick, yeah, right? Yeah, kind of like that uh, sideshow joint. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and it is kind of a made up word too. So it was like, all right, this is more fun, and I feel more experimentative doing this, and I'm in a position where I, I can kind of do that because the song's still catchy as shit. Hell and yeah. um, you know, just like those futurists. You know, I like switch ups in songs. I like to, I don't ever think I'm going to rap this verse or I'm going to sing this verse. It all just, the music, the music guides me. Mm-hmm. The music guides my words. The melody guides my words. Um, the flow guides it. Uh, the music controls everything for me. I don't really think about what I'm doing. It just kind of happens and I trust it. And it's worked out well for me in my life. I was going to say, like, that takes a lot to, like, go into a project. Like, you know, everyone's got that one pocket sound, but I don't know. What is it? What has inspired you to actually take, uh, you know, the point where you're freeing yourself to, you know, experiment on every track? Like, is there something yeah. that you're more comfortable doing more than something else? Like, I know there's some people that can't write an actual, like, singing part, yeah. but they can do a triplet like nobody's business um, or vice versa. I don't know. What, what's your comfort zone, I guess? I have none. Yeah, I okay. mean, my my you know biggest artistic inspiration is Kanye West, and I think that hey. it's, it's very obvious in my music. Uh, I've studied him. Uh, I know all of his records. I know the background of them, right? And he approaches it the same way I do, or more so, I approach it the same way he does. Uh, where I I my shit just happens to be like catchy and liked right because some people can experiment and it has it's a very cult very small cult following that'll like it Mm -hmm. you know like uh there's people that you know their favorite type of music is himalayan throat singing yeah you know uh but mine's like a pop but i create the the trend right yeah i try to just create it i don't i listen to tons of music that's out you know 444 was the best album of the year to me i mean i i think it's in the top five in the past decade and um that you know you you can't really pinpoint that to my projects and i've done a good job now of isolating my sound from the music i like because you know there were a lot of people who were like okay 
there's a couple of records on Jacob that sound like Drake or they sound like Kanye, you know, but I can right. tell these records sound like Pharaoh. Okay, you know, moving into this project, I want every record to sound like Pharaoh. And I may have things that are similar to Drake and Kanye, but at this point, I just take them as compliments because, you know, if you compare me to greatness, then great, I'm doing my job. Right. But, you know, I, I have my own flows. I have my own technique. I, I have my own way of creating my own patterns. Uh, I find pockets and beats that I find on my own. I don't copy what other people do. And I'm just 100 fucking percent with people. That's what I, you need, yeah. You listen to this music, and it's conceited music. Uh, there's, I, there's ego in it, right? There's of ego in it. There's, 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 there's melody in it. There's repetitive catchiness, all that stuff. But it's still real. I'm not lying to you about the position I'm in in life. And I think that's very important. I think that that's very morally important to me, not lying. So yeah, just being sincere, that translates on records more than anyone can ever appreciate. Yeah, dude, we just dropped uh, that part two of my day in the life thing where I'm yeah, talking yeah. from the cemetery, right? Yeah, just Gotten watch that. So many messages today from people telling me they appreciate it because I'm not lying. I want these three part one, you know, some people thought was a little bit dull. It's because I'm at work. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm showing you what. Everybody, like my, I'm not like you literally stopped and helped a customer right on camera. Yeah, I had to stop and help a customer. Like this shit is real, dog. I'm not gonna lie to you about the position I'm in. Yeah, you know I can't rap about, you know that stuff because I hear people in this area rap about shit that is very fake, Mm -hmm. and then I go to eat somewhere and they're working there. So why? Why do you present yourself on camera and in music in a false light? Supposed to be expression, right? So it's important then to, you know, take that step from my day job, right? And be like, you know what? Uh, now let's, let's show people um, my pain, right? This yeah. is my pain. My life is not perfect. I've been through fucking hell. And I don't need anybody's sympathy. I'm just showing you. These are the aspects in my life that are very important. Then part three It'll be me at McNally in the studio working, right? I'll make a beat in, you know, five minutes and then I'll rap over it. Yeah, that's what's up, actually. And we just want to show people. I'm regular, yeah, up until the point when I walk into a studio. Then it changes a little bit. Well, of course. When you walk in, that's that's when your ego comes out a little bit more. That's allowed to. That's when I have to execute on the highest level possible. As you should. And, you know, talk about McNally. You know, I really fuck with the Long Live McNally song that you dropped, which honestly, that encompasses and says so much that everyone was feeling. Because yeah. that day, God, it was such a shitty day. Net neutrality went through. Yeah. You know, everyone was yeah, hearing man. the leaks of Revival, and that was getting up in the air. And then, just on top of that, out of the blue, it's like, all right, McNally's closing? What the fuck? I was just over there. Yeah, dude. So, I don't know. Like, where were you at when you heard the news? Yeah, um... I had a pretty short day. I had class until about 1.20. I went up to the Soundbite Cafe at McNally on my computer, and um, I didn't... Oh, and then I had a meeting until like 3.30 with one of my clients. And um, we were just talking about future meetings and when we were going to meet and record at McNally next. 
and um, I had just finished talking to some of my financial aid advisors about my payments going through, my schedule being done for next semester. Mm. So I went home and I, I, I was really tired that day, so I went and took a nap. Um, I didn't really get much time off, so I wanted to go take a nap. I, I woke up in a really drowsy state. You know, I'm scrolling through my phone. It's about 6.15. Okay. See a friend of mine, Cole, who posts on Facebook. Oh, great. My college is closing. What the hell? I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I mean, and I'm drowsy. So I'm, you know, I'm yeah, like, not, this is not real. You're not there, yeah. Yeah, it's not. This is not happening. I mean, because this directly affects me. I'm like, wait, he goes to my school. I look in my emails. Harry Chalmers, the president of McNally, sends out a fucking message that is labeled, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, read immediately, right? I'm like, what the fuck? Hold on. I'm like, wait, wait, this still, this can't be real. I read, it's closing Wednesday. We're in the middle of finals. Yeah. I run upstairs. What the fuck? What the fuck? Everybody, in my family's looking at me. They're like, what's going on? I said, my fucking college is closing. I'm supposed to graduate in the springtime. You know, and you just have every, this is my home. Mm -hmm. I spend more time at McNally than anywhere else in the past four years. That has been my home. I have recorded so much art in those studios, met so many amazing people with such beautiful dreams, so many wonderful staff. And you just, you, I call people and I'm, I didn't sleep that night. I'm just trying to process it and it's i mean i'm i'm moving on from it and i have to because i have to continue to work harder than the next person and i can't take a month to readjust no. i took 2 days and i was done but it 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 makes me feel um emotional because you know our community was so strong And I went there the next day and I had a class at 9 a.m. And it looked like it was like a snow day and everybody was running late or it was just off. It felt off. You walked in and everybody was sad. Right? And you've got to remember the staff is finding out they're not getting paid for the past three weeks and they're yep. expected to work the next five days for free. They're fine. Everybody who should have been able to help in that situation was just finding out that their fucking lives are changing too because of the higher ups. Somebody waited. Somebody made that decision to wait. And I go into my class. And I don't think it'll fully hit me until February. Because I was supposed to be on break till the 22nd. And, okay. um, you know, I may be off put sometime and I may come on strong or I may be quiet. And I may have gone into the cafe, you know, and just sat on my laptop and worked and done what I needed to do. But, you know, to anybody at McNally who's listening or, or watching on the live feed, you know, um, I have more respect for the individuals who attended, taught at, worked at McNally Smith than anybody else. And the teachers worked their ass off for free. The students banded together and made shit happen. And it was such a beautiful week. 
and such a bittersweet goodbye. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, man. I remember um, last week on Wednesday when I, I can't believe it was already last week on Wednesday. Uh, when I had to say goodbye to the studios and the school and mostly everybody had already left. Yeah. And I walked through the halls for about an hour by myself. Um, and then I looked at the exit and I just kind of stared at it for hours and hours. It felt like it was like probably like maybe 20 minutes. It felt like hours, man. And uh, I, I just walked through there and I, I just lost it. It was, it was very difficult. It, it was an extremely hard goodbye. Um, but then again, you know, you got to soak for two days uh, and then you got to get right back to work. Because I don't have that luxury because I'm still, that does not stop me from feeding my fucking family, getting my mom out of work in two jobs, mm. you know, making sure that my fiance and I um, can raise a family comfortably. And I want fucking Grammy Awards, you know? Absolutely. That's the one thing that I said to myself. I may not be, I called my mom and my dad and I said, you know, I may not be able to walk from graduation now, but I promise you it will be worth it when I walk up and accept that Grammy Award. Hey. That's the bigger picture. That's why this college happened. Yeah. I'm trying to get there. You know, so. Man. I don't know. I feel it. Like. The whole day, like you could see, like multiple lives, like you're saying, teachers, students, yeah. everyone. It just stops. It's just, it's just honestly, like that was the that was heart wrenching because that's like such a pillar of like innovation and creativity and yeah. just a scene. Like as you said in the song, it's like yeah, this is for our kids. This is for the kids that are the outcasts. You don't have like all this extra shit for people to get in there. And when right? you actually have a pack of people all coming together and all wanting to contribute yeah. from that same experience. That is one of the most heart-wrenching things you can ever see, like, just ripped away. Yeah. Um, I have this line that is in that song that, you know, I wrote that one line, what I say. I said, McNally, I loved you more than you will ever know. Um, uh, the community in you, some kids will never know. Mm. You know, that that's, I'm, I really mean that. Like, some kids are never going to be able to experience what that felt like. And that is frustrating to me. Yeah, I mean, one day I'll, I'll go back. I'll call it like Feral College of Music or something like that. I'll make something yeah. happen, man. One day. I just can't do it yet. I'm, I'm working, though. I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'll make sure that something happens one day for everybody. And, um, right. You know, I just got to continue working. But um, it was very necessary to release that song, and it, it felt good to do that. Yeah, it definitely felt good for everyone else, like the ripple effect, just actually yeah. taking that in. It's just like, shit, this is what we need right now. Yeah. So. Yeah, I felt it was it was important. I'm not very good at words. If I'm not speaking in lyrics, I I say things through allegory and alluding and uh, through simile and metaphor, right? Better than I can say anything flat out. I just speak better lyrically uh, than I do as a person. And I feel that. Yeah, especially you know going back to the music too, like. Dope So Clean, you know, it's kind of run along that same line for an extent, you know, talking about walking through the Grammys nice. at the same time. Yeah. Also talking about everything that's going on in the bullshit in the world yeah. today. Yeah. The first verse alone, shit, you're going left and right. It's like, hell yeah. And the point you actually made is like, if you are like disagreeing with this, you need to turn this up. Yeah. It's like, you need yeah. to fucking hear it the most. I'm really happy you brought that song up. That's probably my favorite song on the record. Oh, word. Uh, I think it's probably my best written song ever. Uh, there's so many different that that song took for that session is humongous there's like 110 tracks on that record 
like 110 different song uh, uh, tracks in that session. I believe it. That song probably went through seven versions. Not mixes, just different versions of the song. Uh, I first made the record. I brought Miles Graves in. Okay. We each went back and forth rapping. Then I erased it all because I wasn't happy with it. All right. And it was just, it started at the switch when the you know second beat comes in, the mm-hmm. main one. Uh, it was like the verse and then it had a different second verse. But anyway, that song was going to be the song where I kind of say, this is my opinion on a lot of shit that's going on. Dope, the dope in the song represents many different things. Yes, all right, say. that's why I end each of those phrases with that dope so clean, that dope so right. Because it's different saying it's attractive. These are different versions of drugs in our society. Um, my dope so clean, my dopes. In the first verse, I am very analytical of everything that's going on in society with with people, with social media. Uh, I I needed to talk about Donald Trump, right? That's and the way I did it was um uh, uh what did I say uh our uh our president gonna make us fight. Don't matter if you black or white, right? The most important line that I said is, "You better be rich if you want to live. You better be rich if you want to live, man. Turn this shit off if you wanted them." I, I was really mad when I wrote that line. I I'd seen something on the news, right? So I'm super analytical in the first verse. The hook comes, I myself give in to the dope in the second verse. That's why it immediately starts out with ignorance. I hit the club and I ball. I do not know you at all. Jump off the bridge and I fall. I'm going harder than y'all. You know, and the whole thing goes and I just go and I go and I go. I had a different second verse where I was still being analytical. Man, I was like, nah, man, because I'd be a hypocrite if I was just going after everybody. Let me show the hypocrisy in this. Let me rap about that that shit that I'm talking about because I really am a part of it. I enjoy it too. Everybody has vices, man. There's so many vices. I should have called the song Vices. Shout out the Vice Boys. For real. <laughs> Shout out the Vice Boys, man. For, yeah. But uh, I do appreciate that switch up though because I heard that in the song. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. what's the change here? Like, I didn't yeah. have enough time to really reflect on it enough to uh, try to subscribe and analyze it so much. Yeah. But I'm glad you said that because that is the thing. Like, if you want to say, are you a fan of like uh, Immortal Technique and yeah. Migos? It's either one or the other for most people. But in reality, yeah. it's like, no, you can love both of them equally. Yeah, you can. It's just, it's different mindsets and how you go about life. Yeah. Do you want to go out and, you know, you want to make a fucking purpose. You want to make your life stand for something. Yeah. You want to make a statement. Sure, do that. But at the same time, if you have to unwind and, you know, you just need to turn on, like, a radio station. Yeah. Migos, Palmin, come on. Everyone's going to get down. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, and, and, and that that just goes into a lot of what millennial is, right? Mm-hmm. There's different voices that we need right now in our society. One of them is millennial. I cannot wait to drop that as the next single. I cannot wait to do the video for it. Oh, yeah? I can't wait for people to hear the record because uh, millennial coming right after 300 million is crazy. Right. And uh, uh, that is just like straight bars. And I wrote the whole song in like 20 minutes. I did the beat in like a half hour. Right. And, uh, the whole song that just that reoccurring theme i want my that is for my generation the whole shit is for because i'm a millet here's here's these bars and the way i try to go into every verse 
uh, um, is just like with, with that confidence, man. That people can repeat it and feel good about themselves. And then that course kicks in. Because I'm a millennial and I go get anything, man. And it's so uh, uh, easy to get stuck in your head. And I cannot wait for people to hear that record for that reason. I was going to say, that is my second favorite one on there. Yeah, dude. Dope So Clean, I'm not going to lie. That's the number one just because that first verse alone was like, all right, I fuck with it. But Millennial, man, that one just kind of just keeps me turning it up louder. Like 300 million is my shit. Yeah. But when Millennial hits, like right after the Wiseman, I'm like, let's go. Yeah, Let's I'm feeling wiser, man. Shout out the, the wise man. Bet yeah. you think that you all oh, Yeah, 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 man. I was like, that was just like that was like when I wrote that line. I I I I write chronologically, so I I, I wrote that line. I was like, man, this this record's gonna be special, you know. Bet you think that you all oh, that you got your deal and your one stack, and then I don't need a three sixty check when I three sixty the whole track, cause like man, me and KZ both know. Uh, that I will not, well, I mean, we will not sign to a label for less than $500,000. And that Good. is because I, I, why would I sign a 360, you know, deal when I could, I build everything. That check needs to be right. Absolutely. So it was just like all these moments of like, this is really how I feel. Like, please soak in these bars because they're all so relevant to me and all of you too, man. Repeat that shit. Um, you know, then there's record. What did you think about when you heard um when you heard Farewell Hilltop? Farewell Hilltop, like just knowing the backstory, like that was kind of like pretty hard. Like it was like just really, it was very emotional. It was like shit. I can feel it. I'm starting to feel the empathy, and yeah. it was one where I was like, all right, I might need to have a you know walk around right after this. Yeah. But I do like that you brought that up because. You know, you were talking about that's a pretty heavy track, especially when you're losing a loved one. You yeah. really just are looking at why, why this all happened, why did it all transpire? Yeah. And many people, that's God. You got to look up at God like, why are you doing this? Why are you testing me? And yeah. this means why this life? Why? Yeah. How is this going to affect? And yeah. why, it was, why put out such a bright light? But yeah. with Millennial, you know, you do have that line in there like, I got right with God. That yeah. was so, it was so yeah. like empowering to hear. It's like, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah! You like you're getting right back onto it. Yeah. Like, what if you don't mind me asking? Yeah. Like, what was that moment for you turning, uh, you know, kind of that page? Like, I know the project in itself yeah. is a great healing method, but yeah. what made you uh, get to that point where you're like, all right, cool. Like, I get it. I can see the bigger picture. Yeah, God continues to be the only. Uh, you. When and we don't need to stay on this for too long because no, no, no. I don't like. I always feel like people may feel like it's a a ploy or something like that. But right. when when you gotta when you carry your brother's casket, mm. yeah, I mean you you really lose yourself. You lose your soul. You lose the sun. You lose color. You lose everything. And then I'm, we'll start with two weeks later. Okay. He just slow. He starts giving me things to help me heal. These stepping stones, right? He gave me realistic to help me work on this album. He gave me KZ. Then he gives me my fiance, right? Mm. You know, I, I I was after my fiance for like six years. I met her when I was a freshman in high school. Nice. And um, we had just gone our separate ways and stuff. And you know, we had history together, but 
uh, we both in very different places and then things just matched up. I think right when I, right when it, it couldn't have been better timing and may have asked myself in life, why is it not happening? You know, why do I have to wait? Will it ever happen? And, and you, I understood immediately, you know, this is why this, you know, came to be, um, but it's moments like that where even when you ask, you say, why would this happen? There was a God, right? He gives you stepping stones to come back to him, to come back to reality, to adjust, to heal. And can't no human do that shit for you, man. Can't no, no human do that shit. And, and that's why important. It, it's so important to me. Um, but Farewell, Farewell Hilltop, in a sense, is, is kind of saying, here's, I had this whole dark album, right? I can't immediately start off happy. happy. I kind of have to let you know my thought process. Hilltop is the uh, trailer park I grew up in. So it's kind of like saying goodbye to my past. Um, moving on from it. Well, we, we won't say goodbye because you know, I got love for that place always. But you're moving on from it. And so many of the people that I grew up with either went down the wrong path or they just don't do this anymore. There's a line in the second verse that says, um, Got cousins, not blood though. Got evil and dark though. Room full of ten and all of us wrapped. Looking back now, I'm the only one left. Because I took my shit literal. Need a house with a big dinner room, you know. Uh, we there were so many of us. Uh, Miles to Miles will attest to it. There were so many of us that were rapping, man. We were all in a room, dog. Like right after class and shit in high school, we we'd come back, all just freestyle rap, all that stuff, you know. Everybody quote took it seriously until. It comes time to really, really, really do what's necessary for it. And, and you know, none of them are left um, except for, you know, Miles. Right. So just separates the real from the, you know, those that are just want it. What do you want? What do you need? Yeah, man. You know, uh, so Farewell Hilltop kind of had to be that. Here's where I'm at, you know. But then there's that like hook, that cold blooded star studded. I'm not sorry for the way I am. Like once again, going back to that. Um reoccurring theme of like i like re- repetitive parts in music on things that instill confidence in people because those are the things people will repeat more than anything and they're uplifting absolutely slowly it's like the psychology of it that's why kanye west said it best he said uh if you're not a fan of me you're a fan of yourself my music is the codes to self-esteem yeah. right man that shit is dope dude <laughs> Yeah, like how are you going to go out on the track and just basically say it flat out? Like yeah. everyone will dance around the yeah. idea. They don't want to like really talk about it. I'm like, no, fuck yeah, it, just man. say it, man. But yeah. no, and then uh, one thing I do appreciate too, and I, you yeah. know, bringing up your fiance, like I love that track right after, uh, God, what the, what's what's the joint? Uh, right after Bahama Mama. Oh shit, the, the more I get higher. Yeah. Yeah, like, man. That's a, that's a lovely little date night track, man. Yo, yo, that record is crazy i i that is the first time i ever wrote for a female and uh uh alexis just fit the part eric uh realistic is now like working with her very exclusively on on her project and stuff and um uh you know that track is just a vibe man that that track is really something great to listen to in the car by yourself with your lady you know uh you can smoke to it you know whatever you want to do it is so enjoyable um, and I had so much fun writing the record. I've had, I have had a vision for a record like that for three years, and I've probably written five different songs uh, and recorded them as demos that 
tried to emulate that like just song idea which is like i always picture like being up in a loft like at night finally admitting feelings to somebody you got like wine like you know it's just like that whole vibe man i'm just really trying to i like creating vibes so like sometimes i'm more or less don't think of a situation but i think of a vibe and that was really what i tried to get and i finally got this record right and i'm so happy because it's such a different you hear me rapping all these things and then all of a sudden i kind of come through like on some real vocal shit yeah like in like uh, it, it it worked out well i'm i'm very happy for it as he should yeah like it was just one of those smooth little joints it's like shit i could play this anytime i know i'm gonna be fine like i don't care yeah. who else is in the car like Absolutely. this is gonna be straight yeah and then uh going down the line like 1996 like what a way to close out the project it's short. right what it, did you think about that record like it's short but it packs a punch like you're not going out on just like some like little fanfare joint like yeah. no it's like hey this is just the beginning Get yeah man i'm here yeah and it doesn't really like lose like the yeah. the whole like emphasis that you're putting out together it's like yo can you you can hear my name yeah. you can hear my voice you can hurt it all like yeah. you did this entire like half hour yeah what do you what are you looking forward to what is everyone going to hear from that yeah and i don't know like the big thing i'm always big on like titles like yeah. naming something is so important when it comes to like the overall vibe yeah Right? Why, why 1996? Like that in yeah. itself. Like I know. I'm glad you like the. You, you're noticing all the things that like I really try to throw in there, right? But nobody ever tells me they notice it, and it's like I'm always thinking about it. Like I love dope titles. I always right. look at titles. I'm like, man, like these are whack titles. I don't really care about the project as much. But when I see really crazy, like Kanye got like the best titles ever. Right. Drake has really great titles. Yep. Like man, that's some. I just notice those little things, man. Like it's it's not generic titling. No. Uh, uh, and on Jacob, I got talked to, or Realistic and Haley Ward. All right. Um, and they said, Josiah, you can't name the songs. You know, I understand they're unique, but you're in a position where they have to be like, what is the most repeated name in the song? Right. Like, so ah, someone shit. can like, yeah. point to it on now the, I'm at like, a point Spotify. where I was like, I kind of really need to do it with this project. And so, uh, 1996, uh, that there's a story behind that song. Okay. That was added maybe two and a half weeks ago. Oh, work. I've been, I had all of the project recorded. There were probably 18 songs I recorded for the project. I chose seven. Uh, Rift had done a session with me when we first met and he did, he tried doing a verse to that track. All right. Okay. Immediately. I was like, man, this is a crazy ass hook. I, I went to the show he did at first Ave and I was running his live auto tune for him. And he did the track again, right? But just the hook. I was like, man, this is like the craziest track ever. Like I was hitting him up. I didn't want the I never expected anything. I just wanted the track to listen to in the car. Can you please send me this track? I was bugging him for like three months. Send me that diamonds track. Send me that diamond track. Finally sent it to me. Said, yo, you know, you can keep my hook or you can, you know, do whatever over it, you know. I don't what? care. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Dude, I just wanted to listen to it. It's like, yeah, but like, it's one of my favorite hooks. I can't really think of anything for the verse. So, I, you know, I figured it's in good hands. It's like, ah, oh, shit, man. Like, this is going on the EP. I don't care. So we had all of the records done. We had the project mastered. And then in the process of me trying to tweak the mixes... Uh, because I wasn't happy enough with the them after listening to the master, we recorded uh, 1996, 
uh, which he says, I don't even know if he actually says 96. Mm. Uh, uh, I was dead in 96, right? That's what it sounded like to me. I was like, okay, I was born in 1996. Okay, that's what I assumed. Yeah, I was born in 19. So I was born in 96, seems so long lately. Success took a long making, you know. Uh, Yeah, and then I just tried to go, 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 go. And man, that record is just so great. And uh, 1996 was like super last minute ad. And it needed to be done. And it was the perfect way to end the project with just a really, really hard song that is going to be nuts live. And I was, I all, it had three open verses and I just wanted one. I felt I can, it's fine. I just want it to be two minutes. That's it. Yeah. I just want to bang and that's, it's done. And that's and one of the things with the outros too. A lot of people like try to make it like a 12 minute affair. It's like, no, unless you have yeah. something concrete to go with, like college dropout, last yeah. call. Right? Would no? Would anyone listen like beyond? Uh, you know, right after the last verse, just going into his story, if it wasn't his story. Yeah, right. Like no one would give yeah. two shits. In and fact, Jacob, a lot- I did that. Jacob, yeah. the ending, the whole album is like long as shit, dude. We got like three seven minute tracks. Like that shit was long. This project, I was like, I, I'm, I'm here to have fun, man. I'm gonna give you guys a great body of music. All right, I've told you guys the dark and depressing shit. Like, let me just give you guys some incredible music to enjoy. And I didn't, I didn't try to do that extra thing where I, you know, have these long storylines and stuff. You know, I'll save that, you know, for when I feel like doing it again. I didn't feel like doing that. I wanted to just make these records great. And that's why on Jacob, it's cohesive and the skits play in between each song as it's going to the next one. Right. This one is more like it'll play at the end of the track and then the next one starts. It's not really like you have to. I mean, I prefer I prefer for everybody <laughs> to listen to this record uh, uh, from start to finish. Right. But like it, it you know. Uh, you you don't have to do that for the skit effect at the beginning or end of or in the middle. Um, Dope so clean. Did you notice that the guy says it's not? It's the space in between the music. Yes, right. That speaks the most. I right love before, that. Love that. Right before I go into a verse where I like pause after every single line, and there's space in between. Yeah, let it is like a pregnant pause where it just kind of seeps in, like enough yeah. time for you to digest it. It's not just spitting rapid fire, like you yeah. know, da 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 da. da. So there's yeah. a point you have to like play it back and like go to rap genius. So you'd be like, all right, this is what he actually said. No, yeah. you actually want people to hear it. Resonate. I do very much I do. resonate. I used to, I used to listen to like atmosphere and stuff and like be like, ah, oh, you know, griefs. Most people would be like, oh, well, I like these people. I'd listen. I'd be like, oh, man, I need to be super lyrical, miracle, spiritual, right? And then I was like, nah, I much like when people just get it. And I have nothing against those people. No. But for me, I have a better time listening to artists when I can just really comprehend. Like, you always you always know what Drake is saying, right? Right. I mean, that's he's so good at that. He's so... J. Cole is really great at that. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm fine with people getting what I'm saying the first time, but there's there's always layers to uncover that you won't you know get right away. So no doubt, yeah, man. I'm glad you had that in there too, because yeah. that's one thing I really want to have more artists figure out. Yeah, like going forward, you hear all these artists like want to say everything and yeah. their heart's content. It's like, all right, boy, you're gonna help them do. Like yeah. you have to make it digestible. You have to make a way for people to actually appreciate that exactly. and let the music 
you know, speak for it. Yeah. But, you know, with that being said, you know, just kind of wrapping the whole thing up, there's a lot to be said about this project. I don't know. What's what's on the horizon, man? What do you want the people to know at this point moving forward? Uh, I'm coming for all y'all. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I have successfully infested the music scene and worked with dozens of people and met and created relationship with dozens of people who are incredible around here. Um, and those people will tell you too, that my time is here now. I am very determined and set on becoming one of the biggest artists to ever come out of this state Mm. and representing it in a way that is not making half-assed music and being momentarily cool i am set on being the drake of minnesota what he did for toronto i want to do here and i have grown up here and i have been in the dirt here i know everybody from all walks of life and i am not here to play i'm not here for the fake shit I'm not here to give you guys a gimmick. I'm not going to lie to my fans. I'm not going to lie to the citizens of Minnesota. I create art. And I'm here to represent you guys. And put on for you guys. In a way that a lot of people say they will. But they don't. Right? Because I am not here to give y'all some shit music. That daddy paid for the music video for. I maxed out my own credit cards on the 300 million video. You know? Yeah. I spent my own money on the marketing. I learned how to produce and mix my own records so that I can create the best possible art. I did it all for the music. For the music. To give you guys somebody who can instill confidence. Who can be there. Understand the struggle people go through in the city. Understand the great things about the city. And embellish all of them. You know, I want to set a great tone, man. And I got high hopes for myself every day. You shoot for the stars. If you fall, you land on a cloud. I am really, really here to create something great. And I promise you, promise you by the time I am 23, 24, I will be at the Target Center. And I wake up every day and I imagine that day. And I can tell you everything about that day and how it'll go. But just know that I love this city more than anything in the world. And this project speaks for everybody. This project will connect with everybody. I've worked my ass off to make this right for you guys. I have literally been working on these songs since May. And it is going to be January when it comes out. I did not throw this together. I thought very long and hard about every single aspect of this record. And this EP, Stars in the Sky, is going to make everybody very proud. And to all of my fans and supporters, I thank you. I 
thank you for supporting me when I go very long periods of time without releasing music. But that will never happen again. And I've gotten myself back into this swing. And it is soda gang for fucking ever. Right? Going after new goals. That's what soda gang stands for. Going after new goals. Yeah. It is a movement. We just got love for everybody, man. I don't, I don't know. I'm 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 just happy, man. I'm I'm happy. I've got this project done, man. I've thought so obsessively about this record forever. I think my fiance, I think my manager, I think realistic being a part of it. I thank you for even giving me the opportunity to be up here today, man. Cuz I love having conversations and this is the first time I get to have a conversation about my EP. As you can see, I have so much to say about it. Right. But at the same time, it is a body of work that deserves a lot of like discussion about because it can be it. overlooked. Yeah, especially nowadays. And I promise you, it will not. This will not be an overlooked project. No. I I promise you that I'm working hard to make sure this shit is not going to be overlooked. Right. And the music itself. You are going to see me become a virus to the scene here. And not only that, man, but I put on a fucking hell of a show. And we're going to be getting some show set up, too. So people will see that. But I, I, I don't want to be a shameless promoter. But I, I'm just here to talk about the music tonight. I, I just, um, I don't know, man. If you had, like, just a few sentences to kind of say what the project said to you, mm. what, what would you say? Like I said, I like going a lot on titles. When I hear a project's like album title, I hear a song title, a lot of that just kind of sets the tone for me. It's like, all right, let's try to figure out why they titled that. Yeah. So Stars in the Sky is that. Like you said, it's taking off to another spot, just realizing potential, the power of your words, the power yeah. of your impact, what you can actually do with your time. And on these projects, or these songs here, like each one of them serves a purpose yeah. in itself. It creates a constellation of sorts, something that's going to be visually inspiring, appealing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's going to help you through whatever you need to do, guide yeah. you in some sense. Yeah. Or just be something to, you know, pass the time to. But in the end of it, you heard it here, folks. There. I never even thought about that. This shit is a constellation. Each of these uh, eight tracks, it serves as a part of a constellation of stars in the sky. Huh. That's what I think about it. Like, nice. ever since, like everyone, it's a gem, it's a star, it's a jewel. But as a whole, it's something to really just. It take stars it. in the sky. Yeah. As a whole, yeah. So I don't know. That's 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 interesting. I um, I never thought about it like that, man. I, I well, I, I did. I mean, because each one, it, it's not. Jacob was cohesive, and it, the body of work served a massive purpose. This one, each song serves serves its own purpose. You got to switch it up, man, because you can't have multiple projects sound the fucking same. This sounds nothing like that last shit. Right. And the next shit will sound nothing like this shit. As it should. You know. And that's just to go to the show of an artist that's yeah. willing to take chances, willing to do what needs to be done in order to have that vision realized. Yeah, exactly. Time. And when I get to that point of, uh, you know, a um, uh, high level of success, you know, the I'll reap the benefits more because... I'm in it for the art and I'm just trying to create dope art, right? I'm not putting some shit music together. And then, you know, uh, I was, uh, I was, you know, I had some like lead into the whole thing that made it all easier. And so I can just, you know, uh, reap unsought benefits. I have been in this to be a 
Picasso and you know to have discussion about my music right um so no yeah man i appreciate you coming through man and talking man yeah. honestly this thing it says so much yeah and man, yeah. i'm looking forward for everyone to hear yeah. this shit yeah yeah, honestly, yeah yeah minnesota's like that diamonds 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 yeah they shining it's beautiful i'm just trying to keep my focus niggas self-control i was trapped at 96 Ride around up in the six I was trapped at 96 Ballin' nigga ain't no bitches Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds Yeah, they shining It's beautiful I'm just trying to keep my focus Niggas self-control I was trapped at 96 Ride around up in the six I was trapped at 96 I was born in 96, seems so long lately Success took a long making Pray to God my palms shaky Now we headed to the palms lately Break bread with enemies, that's a part of life Wrote the shit to get you out of here Diamonds looking like a starry night Why you talk if I ain't asking? Fuck wrong with y'all lying asses This why we flying past you If rap saves, then I'm a pastor I'm past the place where I don't need attention I got attention, just go farther Parents probably love me more than you Swear to God to be your own father I got a family to feed I got a shout out to me, you gotta see the injustice I'm yelling free to the freed, I swear your shit is embarrassing If you're the plug then I'm Clareton, watch how the Grammys get made Told you I'm on my way, yeah. Diamonds, 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 yeah they shining, it's beautiful I'm just trying to keep my focus, niggas self-control I was drafted 96, ride around up in the 6 I was drafted 96, ballin' nigga ain't no bleachers Diamonds, 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 yeah they shining, it's beautiful I'm just trying to keep my focus, niggas self-control I was trapped at 96, riding around up in the 6 I was trapped at 96, ballin' nigga ain't no bitches We hope you've enjoyed this journey through sound We hope you've enjoyed this journey through sound